For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Welcome to a New York Catholic conversation. My name is Deacon John Catalano, and I am joined by my good friend from Rockville Center, New York. That's Frank Alasia. Hey, Frank, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great, Deacon. How's everything? Everything is great. Uh, we, we just came off a beautiful Easter Sunday, and now we're heading towards Divine Mercy Sunday, the Sunday yes. after Easter. And, of course, it starts with this Polish nun, St. Maria Faustina Kowalska, who more than anyone is credited with advancing the idea and celebration of Divine Mercy on the Sunday of Teresa, which the former Bishop of Krakow established in 2002 when he was Pope John Paul II. So we're going to get into Divine Mercy, but start us off with Faustina. What's the story with this Polish nun? Faustina, in the beginning, it's interesting because she went to four convents and not one would accept her. And finally, uh, the Amer Marians of the Immaculate Conception accepted her and made her wait a year before they before mm -hmm. they took her. You know, such a great saint, and so many rejected her. It's it's kind of hard to believe. But you know, on the on a human level, really, she had no one to speak to, and spiritually, she was kind of going through a dry period. Um, no one was there to tell her. Right, the great saints go through these kind of things. She's only twenty six years old. And, and Jesus leaves her with this great mission. She's 26 in poor health, no money, and she can't paint. And Jesus says, I'm going to give you a mission. And, and, and should you, you know, if you abandon this mission, you'll be responsible for many souls on the last day. So there's a lot of pressure on her. Yeah, right? It puts pressure on her, but the, the, she kept this diary for over four years. She began, you said she's isolated. She begins to write her diary. And right. she believes that Jesus was giving her specific instructions about this feast. Some of the prayers, the, the prayer I just said at the beginning, the chaplet prayer for the sake of his sorrowful passion, she dictated that to him. She also dictated to him, uh, uh, to her, I want you to have this image made up of me. And at the bottom, I want these words to be included. Jesus, I trust in you. And that picture, the image of this risen Christ with the two rays coming from his side, uh, by the way, the pale ray stands for the water of baptism, which makes souls righteous. And the red ray stands for the blood of the new covenant, which is the life of souls. That, that poster, as you know, Frank, is in most Catholic churches now. But one more funny thing about divine mercy. Some people are all over this, completely aware of the chaplet, Faustina, three o'clock in the afternoon. It's part right. of their life. And other people that we know and love never heard of any of this. It's like foreign to them. Right. It's getting introduced more and more. Right. You'll see it. And you know, one of the things that I wanted to mention was that saying, Jesus, I trust yes. in you. Jesus dictated that to her. That wasn't words that she put in or the painter threw in there. This was Jesus himself. So those are very powerful words. And I know you want to speak about the image a little because, uh, you know, tell us what happened with that. I mean, as you said earlier, that she it, it didn't come out right. She asked somebody to put it together. And it, it looked, didn't look at all as the way that the, she was embarrassed about it. She felt bad about it. And Jesus kept encouraging her, right? Right. And think about this. I mean, he said to her, um, you know, don't worry. My grace will take care of everything. And think about it. The, the most beautiful images are in museums. 
but the most powerful ones are in our churches. And it's a lot like that in life. You know, the most powerful and beautiful people, they're on all the magazine covers, but the people who change the world are hidden from the eyes of the world. You yeah. think of, of Therese, right? The little flower. You think of Faustina. You think of saints like Padre Pio and Solanus Casey. Those chosen souls change and sustain the world. Yeah. You know, uh, this idea of why does he want these words, Jesus, I trust in you out there? Because I think this is the way I feel about it. When we uh, think about what Jesus did for us, or let's say when we go through our own suffering, we, we have been betrayed by somebody we tried to help out. Right. Uh, we've been treated unjustly or unfairly. And, and when we go to him, um, he, he said, focus in on my passion. He kept telling her, focus in on my passion. She said, why? Because when you focus in on my passion, then you'll know what true love is. And when you come to me with this despair, this hurt, the things that are bothering you, I will make you realize that I understand you and I love you because I gave up my life for you. So the prayer is, Jesus, I trust in you. Right. When she was a young girl, she would receive communion. You knew something was going on. She would, she'd walk home from church and one of the neighbors said, Helena, that's what her name was before she became Sister Faustina. Why do you walk alone? And she said, I'm not alone. I'm with Jesus. She always looked at Jesus and her as we us, never I, and think about in life what people go through. I can't do this, it's too hard. I can't do this, it's too serious. I, 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 she never thought that way. We have to think more along those lines, right? Like we, it's Jesus and uh, Jesus is always with you. And that's why those words are so powerful. Yeah, I like it. You know, when you, you, this idea of shared prayer, certainly the rosary, we can pray alone, but people also pray the rosary together. Right. And, and we do the mass, of course, we pray together. And on Good Friday, which we just passed, I like I love the, uh, the, 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 the formal prayers that we do, the solemn intercessions that we do on, on Good Friday. The whole church is praying for these things together as a unit. But many Catholics, Frank, and we know some that do, say this prayer, this chaplet of the divine mercy at three o'clock every afternoon. That's the hour that Jesus died. And they say these words, for the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For right. the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us, Lord, here that those of us who are praying for you and on the whole world and everyone who is in purgatory. It's a sort of a universal type of a prayer. And it's said at three o'clock. I mean, yeah. predominantly, right? I mean, you, you know, ideally, if you can say it at the, the time that Jesus gave up his, his soul, right, that, that's at three o'clock. Yep. Um, yeah, I know. I know. Um, that's one of that's one of the key things. But I think and you can say I, it can be sung. It can be it can be prayed silently. The Angelus is at noon and the chaplet is something that's growing in popularity at three o'clock. But, what, you know, one of the things that we talked about before the podcast was when somebody says, you know, I go to church, I pray and God doesn't answer me. You know, I, I think that that's that's part of this trust okay when when you think that you do all these things and you pray and god answers your prayers the way you want who's playing god there think about that i tell those people which really what you're looking for is a genie in a bottle you're looking for aladdin this is jesus christ he's gonna do and give you what you need 
not always what you want. And that's where the trust comes in. And it's not easy. At times, it's very difficult, you know, right? I think he's also saying, look, everything I've told you is true. So trust in me. When he said, come to me, all you who are burdened, that I will give you rest. He wasn't playing. He meant that. And when he said, I will, I love you. And here's how I can prove it to you. I will lay down my life. No, no man has greater love than this to lay down his life for one's friends. Trust in all of that, he's saying. And, and he's saying to Faustina, and get everybody that you know out there to, to, to trust in me. And start praying, right. girl, because we got people in purgatory that I want to extend my divine mercy to. Right. And mercy, mercy, God's mercy, we can't be presumptuous about it. That's another thing. Yes, know, no, nobody's good God and will never send anybody to hell. You know. Uh, St. Thomas Aquinas said, the one who commits the sin of presumption does not trust too much in God's mercy, but too little, because the presumptuous man really wants to be free from the punishment, not from the evil of the sin. And God says, God wants to free us from both of those things. But the, the misery of sin is the far greater evil. So you have to keep that in mind also. Um, yeah. that, His- that's important. Well, we're going to go to church on Sunday and celebrate this event. I close it up this way. Isaiah, the prophet, wrote, Yet it was our infirmities that he bore, our sufferings that he endured. So not only our sins, but our sufferings. And for the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. As we huddle in silence and prayer, you know, each night or whenever it was, every day at Mass, we should always recall these words that he gave He gave to Faustina, written at the bottom of that picture. Let's remember to say these words tonight and tomorrow morning when we wake up. Jesus, I trust in you. Amen. That's the message. Thanks, okay. Deacon. All right, Frank. Great talking to you. Uh, folks, like us or follow us or send us an email at anycatholicconversation at gmail.com. anycatholicconversation at gmail.com. Frank, I love you a lot. I'll talk to you next time. Thanks, Thanks, Deacon. God bless.